What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate all the support. Today, we have a very special guest. I mean, when we first started this podcast, right, he was one of the first artists we discovered, and he has been showing tremendous talent ever since we met him. And he's been rather die ever since we started. We're so honored to have him. It's been well overdue. Please, guys, give it a warm welcome to Andrew Kelly. It's been well overdue, my guy. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, y'all, man? It's a pleasure, dude. And I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a pleasure, man. Uh, I'm really, uh, really ex- excited to be here. So, yeah, another another St. Louis MC that we're obsessed with. So we're excited to have you on. So our tradition, yes, our tradition on the show is uh, starting out with our playlist title of the week, just because it's usually time for me and Sam to recap our week. So we'll let, we can go first, and then you can you can hop in. But Sam, what is your playlist mm-hmm. title and song of the week? So this been this has been inspired by a lot of events. Also, just seeing Andrew's tweets about Melly Mel. Um, the the playlist title is going to be um, Flowers because obviously it seems like in music in general, there's been a problem of people not giving flowers to artists while they're here until they pass away and they miss that opportunity. Mm-hmm. The single for that playlist is going to be Many Men, Many Many Men, which definitely upon me because there's been a lot of hating on um, that mm-hmm. Melly Mel video came out yo I saw the Eminem wow. one first right and that was just the first one and then the Kendrick mm-hmm. one, week, we saw the tribe one it was bad it was yeah yeah and then the Lil Wayne one. Oh yes yeah nice. oh man no, that this guy's a certified hater yeah <laughs> it's crazy yeah. I think uh for this week my because I'm not sure if we're doing an episode next week because I'm on spring break mm-hmm. from school so we're gonna go spring break title because I'm going to Mexico mm-hmm. and We'll go yeah. big pimping because I'm I'm trying to be yes, on a sir. yacht. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be like them on the yes, Cayman sir. Islands. Okay. He's been <laughs> on a Jay Z grind recently. Yeah. Honestly, it's been mad annoying. Always been listening yeah. to his Jay Z and so I've, I've really Jay Z's the goat, but he's the goat. But I, I have really obscure <laughs> takes on him since I'm listening to it now, not knowing how it was re- how like the reception was back then. So I listen to Volume Three and I text Sam. I'm like, "This is so much better than Volume Two. And he's like, "Yeah, that's the most hated album by Jay Z." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Shit, I didn't even know that." Um, but now that you got some time to think about it over, what is your playlist title of the week? How are we feeling? Ooh, let's see here. Putting you on the spot. All right, all right. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, "Clarity" is gonna be the title um, because I've had a week of. Uh, a lot of discovery within myself, um, you know, and therapy and everything. So that's kind of been like, you know, the, the overshadow of my week. Um, and I'm going to say the song that we're going to choose is Few Good Things by Saba. Mm. Um, I think that'll be the, the title song to it. You know? Yeah. Great. Underappreciated album. I I'm very much t- so. I missed him on tour by one day. I left school and he performed in Columbus the next day. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the get- title song. Love that shit, man. So first off, obviously, congrats on your album. Um, it's incredible. And me and Sam are discussing this. You like not to say you found your voice because you have so much more to grow as an artist, but you've like you found what you've done really well, mm-hmm. and you do things with the vocal inflections and your ability. To like say you say certain things that it's with the swagger of your voice that you're able to say them versus if I were to say maybe the secondary <laughs> line or shit like that. <laughs> but a big thing for artists that they always tell independent artists is that it's easier to create with a team. So recently, mm-hmm. your past couple albums, you've been list- working with Sticks a lot. So what is right. that experience working with one person on the beats versus maybe going to YouTube to get beats or maybe working right. with a bunch of producers? Um, man, uh, it's 
the first word that comes to my head would be easier. Um, it's just, it's clear cut. Um, you know, we have our sound that we've built together. We've been working together, I'm say like a year and a half now. Um, and we've built just this very, uh, very elegant sound, I think. Um, one of a, a, one of a kind sound. Now that we both like got to this point where we both hear, you know, hear the sound that we're moving towards as we work. Um, I think it's just become such a, a, like a sixth sense, just working together. Like we're, we're just peanut butter and jelly type thing. Um, in the past, you know, I've, you know, I've dropped a lot of projects, um, full of different producers and everything. And I think, um, the benefit of having one producer for me would be, uh, just the co like everything is more coherent now. Um, you can tell that it's just one producer, one artist. It's not the, the so-and-so and so-and-so, um, production all over the album. Um, I feel like everything's coming to fruition for us, you know, as a team rather than just two different separate artists, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's much easier. I I enjoy it heavily. So. Yeah, and just to validate your point, it does sound like that, man. It does sound like you guys are creating your own sound. I know, obviously, we talked about this earlier how Little Wayne was your influence, but mm-hmm. it seriously sounds like you have your own sound, your own voice. Right. And a lot of artists, when they start, out have trouble to find their direction. How should they sound like? For you, man, mm-hmm. you sounds like you know exactly what you want to do and exactly right. um you know exactly want to know how you want to sound. And like you said before. That one-on-one relationship with a producer, you don't see that as much anymore these days. You know, back mm-hmm. then we had one producer, uh, one right. rapper, and nowadays right. just a multitude of different rappers and producers on an album. But do you mm-hmm. think that um, it's a lot easier for you to work with one producer? I know you kind of said that earlier, but is it a lot more easy to work with you with just one producer? Or eventually in the future, do you think you want to maybe expand? Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely way, way, uh, way easier, way just chill you know i like to just enjoy making music and you know i don't want to have to sit here and go through a million beat packs from a million different producers um to do so you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. just to have that and like i can literally send him a sample and you know it'll be like all right fucking four hours later he'll have this crazy chopped up beat and i'm like oh fuck and like okay here we go um that's literally how this that's damned if i don't like so many different samples up in there um and yeah man uh it's it's so much easier but yeah i definitely plan there's definitely some producers that like i watch pretty heavily um like you know on twitter uh Mm -hmm. tiktok and whatnot and they just got this really really different artistic sound and uh you know i would love to work with them Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I don't think I'll ever like make another project where there's like ten different producers on it or anything like that. I kind of want to keep it um, to us, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then when it comes to collaborations on the album, so we were just discussing before we started rolling, but Fuse has been on almost all of their albums. And mm-hmm. Fuse, if you watch this, we want you to drop the music because you're yes, apparently you're hoarding music. Yeah, we and do. Then, you have a whole collab album with Nick and Nagby. Sorry if I pronounced uh, that wrong. But he comes back on the album. So what's your right. process of picking the right feature for the right song? And then second part of that question, what was it like making a collab album with a rapper? 
Okay. Um, that's a good question. So how I pick my, how I pick my features, um, I, I do listen like anytime my peers drop music, like I, I do listen like heavily, like I'll listen to it a few times and, you know, majority of the songs will make my playlist. So I hear them on my day-to-day basis, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's artists like Nick, um, Dini, you know, Dini, who's on a lot of my stuff, uh, Fuse, these, these artists that I hear a lot, um, they just inspire me so much. Like it's hard, it's hard making music with somebody that you don't feel like, um, you know, I don't want to sound like conceited or anything, but like up to par, like bar wise, like just rapping wise, you know what I'm saying? Um, and rapping with these guys, it's like rapping with my fuck or my damn self. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys are just such sick MCs, like they just crazy talented people. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll hear a beat like sticks will send me a beat or something. And, uh, immediately come to my head. I'm like, Oh my God, like I can definitely hear Nick on this, like a hundred percent. And I'll immediately text him and be like, yo, I'm planning to make this song. I can hear you on it. Uh, just let me do all my stuff. And then I'm going to send it to you after the rough draft and so on and so forth. Um, and it's always just one of those things. Like I just hear them on the beat and, uh, you know, I, I reach out and obviously it's a lock every time. So, yep. Yeah, and uh, making a collab album with another artist, um, it was very easy going. Uh, me and Nick work well together because he's on, uh, I don't know if anybody's picked up on it, but he's on the outro of all my projects uh, besides Kelly. Mm-hmm. He's on the outro of every single project I have. It's like a little thing we got going on. Why is there any specific reason for that, or just going with tradition at this point? We we just started doing it. Like I put him on uh, on Joy, and he was the last last song. And then after that, it was uh, Chum, mm. and he was on the last song on that. And then ever ever since that, we're like, oh, okay, like <laughs> this is a thing yeah. that we're doing now. So. Yeah, it was really easy going. Uh, there was points where it wasn't easy because, like, you know, we have different visions, but at the uh, same time, we have the same end goal. So it's yeah. like, um, you know, we, we hit our bumps in the road, but for the most part, I would say we worked really good, like, close mm-hmm. together. Uh, obviously, he's from New York, and I'm from Missouri, so mm-hmm. there's only so much we could do. But, yeah, we did the best we could, and I think it turned out great. Um Nick's my guy. Shout out him. So is Fuse. All those guys. Uh, my brothers in this shit. So yeah, um, and you got st- and you got Sticks rapping on this album. Like yes, baby, I like did. I told you, sound like Babyface Ray. I love his voice. Dude, that Adam yeah. too is like because the song was like him tweaking right, but the middle of the song is like, wait, yeah. is that Sticks rapping? Bro, I was yes. dying. Yes. <laughs> Well, there was no feature yeah, on it, so I'm like, I actually was thinking, is this Sticks rapping? Mm-hmm. Then he said it. I'm like, oh shit, we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that. I'm gonna say that was the funnest, funnest song to make on the, I bet, the album. I bet. Obviously, there's like a it. lot of weird, yeah. witty bars and stuff. Yeah, he's that's hilarious. Like out, yeah. out there, but man, we had such a good time making that. We Facetimed the whole time. Both of us recorded yeah. the whole thing, and yeah, yeah it was he's just cool. He's got a cool accent. Yeah, he well, does. I wouldn't, he I wouldn't have said Minnesota. I wouldn't have guessed nah. that. I thought it was like a southern one. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, he's uh, he doesn't sound like he's from Minnesota at all. It's funny, uh, yeah. But uh, he snapped though. <laughs> Yeah, He's not, that's, dude, that's what makes me so happy for you that you're enjoying this process. You know, there's so many times where any creative where they make a certain amount of work, it gets to a point mm-hmm. where they're not having fun anymore. You hear all the time, like, I'm not having fun. You get burned out. Right. Whatever. But even 
um, when you know you're putting out quality, and even when the numbers aren't getting to where you want them to be, you're still mm-hmm. having fun. You're still enjoying yep. yourself, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. That's I, I preach that constantly on uh, on Twitter. Um, obviously, I've caught some hate for it because it's like, oh, you don't want to be famous, and you know what are you mm-hmm. doing? Why are you putting out music, getting mm-hmm. in the way of everybody? But it's like, man, like obviously it would be cool like to blow up and whatnot, but. I didn't start making music when I was 10 years old just to get famous. I did it because I love rap music. Like I just, I love the shit. Um, and I, I envy, I envy rappers. So like, what, why wouldn't I, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, man, it's just fun. You know, like what are you doing if you're not having fun? It's, I don't want it to ever turn into like, if I was to blow up, I don't want it to turn into just a job like i don't want to be like okay you have to do five albums in this deal blah 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 and it's like i don't want to ever get to that point um if i was to ever blow up i would 100 percent want to be indie um i'm not interested in signing to anybody um yeah i just i do this shit for me honestly um and me putting it out like putting out my first album was really just a trial like I didn't plan on, you know, putting out anything after that. It was like, you know, I'm just going to put out this album. And it was fun to make a whole year process with the homies in the studio. Really fun. Um, But I didn't have any big plans. I just wanted to put it out and see if people liked it. And they did. And ever since then, like, you know, it's kind of a high, you know, to make something um, that you enjoy making and for other people to enjoy it. Um, It was kind of a high. And yeah, so yeah you even i feel you have an excellent mindset on that and it's the same mindset that me and sam had to come in with this every day that we just love talking about music and if mm-hmm. one person listens to the podcast that means one person gave a shit what we had to say about music right right and it's the same thing when it comes to us making music so i think that's like it's just it's, shit, mm-hmm. it's fun to do you can't focus on yep. like the disappointment or comparing yourself and especially like say right. for us, we're posting tiktoks about from our podcast and right. your whole your whole feed might be everything is a hundred thousand likes million views and ours gets a thousand mm. views, and it's like it's little compared to that. But you know, a thousand yeah, people yeah. watched this video and chose to right. argue in the comment section about this stuff. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. It's this, it's the small victories that count, man. Like even just having like ten plus people comment on something, like that's a small victory. Like, yeah. like that. I mean, <laughs> if we didn't have social media and anything, we wouldn't even be able to be doing this stuff. We'll, this we game. would just just be making music or. Mm-hmm. talking about music just in general with a friend with no microphones or anything like if we didn't have any of this social media would we still be doing it like that's like the whole yeah. you know do you love this shit or anything like that but uh yeah dude it's what are you doing if you're not having fun literally and i think yeah. you said very maturely yesterday you tweeted this about how your friends aren't going to be the ones who are the biggest supporters of you because your friends mm-hmm. grew up with you and see you as andrew mm-hmm. and maybe everyone on Twitter sees you as Drew Kelly. So they're going to be the ones right. who are randomly supporting you. So like, right. what was the process of getting, because like, one thing to think that mindset, but to really internalize it and not be mad that your mm-hmm. friend growing up, who doesn't even say like rap music, isn't like right. bumping your tape and spreading it around. How did you mm-hmm. finally get to that mindset and how do you use that to keep yourself focused? Um, so what sparked that, um, obviously it's always been a thing for me, um, not having friends in real life that really support like, so going back, um, before I even had any recording equipment or anything, um, you know, I had a pretty big friend group and, you know, everybody always gassed me up. Like 
at parties and stuff. Yo, rap, rap, rap. Like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Um, and it was like, you know, a confidence booster and whatnot. Like, it was fun and shit. But as I grew up, you know, I had kids, um, work full time, school, all this, all this shit. Uh, I just kind of like parted ways with all my friends. Like, they would all support me back then. But now it's like, uh, whatever. Like, I'll, I, you know, I, I use Facebook for like family reasons and like mm-hmm. seeing all my old friends on there and stuff. Like I don't correlate that with my music, but anytime I do drop, I do put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like nobody, mm-hmm. nobody. Um, mm-hmm. So I got to a point, um, I would say like a year ago or something, cause it was always weighing on me. And like, I even got in a fight with a friend about it. Like, man, it's kind of fucked up. You don't support me, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I, you know looking back it was embarrassing of me to do that um because not you know none of these people see me as an artist they you know whenever they would support me rapping back then it was just because it was like cool fun like we're at a party blah blah like you're really good at rapping so you know rap um but now that i'm taking it more serious i guess uh nobody like nobody from my area besides a, a chosen few support me so i kind of got to a point where i was like you know is it is it me or is it everybody else because like i'm the common denominator in all of it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like is it, it, it are these people viewing me different from these people like what's going on so yeah that's what it is like i built my this i, w- I don't want to say persona because it's me um you know on twitter uh, this personality and everything you know andrew kelly drew kelly whatever um and that's what everybody sees me as everybody sees me as that artist um or the guy that tweets funny tweets or um just stuff like that you know you build a personality but then you got your friends and family that you know this is andrew andrew uh Andrew Hardman, you know, the, just the regular, <laughs> regular ass, you know, Joe Schmo guy, um, that's in our lives yeah. that rap, that rap's good. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't ever want to get mad at anybody ever again for like not supporting, um, cause it's nobody's obligation to. So, yeah. 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 And that's, um, not something you're alone in, even with sound central. I noticed, I noticed the same thing, like we're promoting stuff and in the beginning they're on, but over time you kind of realize that mm. it kind of pissed me off. Cause I had friends, right. They would be like, yo, Sam, how's the podcast? And those same people are the ones who weren't even supporting the pod. Right. It's like, what kind of goofy shit is this? Right. Not to mention, it's just, it is how it is when you're in your hub in your city, you're known as this person, right? Like you said, you're known mm. as just Samuel or right. Andrew, whatever. Right. But once you start growing your fan base, it's you're the strangers. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's the strangers who put you on top. Then once right. you're on top, yeah. then everyone wants to follow the trend and get on your back. Everyone follows right. Drake, right? And everyone loves Drake. I promise you Drake was Aubrey Graham and people thought he was corny and shit when he was starting out. Mm-hmm. And then once he blows up, then people follow the wave. So that's the biggest thing I think people got to let go of. I mean, because I know the people around you, mm-hmm. they're not really going to support you. And, yeah. and even in your demeanor and the people you mess with, I was going to ask you this as well. Um, obviously, some people, they might start um, forming collectives and stuff within their community. For you, that is St. Louis. But a lot mm-hmm. of your clique, a lot of your crew is from out of state. It's from, mm-hmm. you know, from different areas. And is that because you think there's not a lot of collectivism in Missouri and in terms of the hip hop scene? And yeah. also, is that difficult too to, to, you know, collaborate with these artists who are outside? Um, yeah, dude, uh, there's, I mean, obviously I'm sure there's a lot of untapped like music scenes in St. Louis that I haven't 
you know, gotten the pleasure to like get into or see or anything. Um, but man, I, it's really a me thing. I think I just haven't put myself out there enough. Um, you know, I work a lot from my little studio in my house. Um, I don't do many shows. I don't do anything crazy like in the city. I don't, I don't even try to get involved. So it's really just a me thing. Um, I have social anxiety and stuff and, uh, especially with music. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm like insecure about it or anything, but it's more so just uh, scared of being vulnerable. Like putting myself out there, like getting involved with a bunch of other rappers and, a whole community of different type artists. Cause I know from St. Louis, it's a lot of the, uh, like, I, I guess they call it struggle rap, like, mm-hmm. you know, coming from the dirt, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is completely understandable. I mean, St. Louis is crazy. Um, but man, I, I just don't know if I would fit in really. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Smino, like, Smino came out of St. Louis, and his sound is so different from anything you hear in St. Louis. And, uh, man, you know, obviously he got out of there immediately when he could. So, just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a me thing, really. Just me, myself getting in the way of myself, kind of, so. I think it's partly the reality of just, like, where music is at this point that – because we have the internet that you are able to make these friends and socialize and find engineers and mixers and other rappers mm-hmm. online. That's not as important now to be like doing city stuff and open mic events where you can get right. opportunities from online. So I can completely see like yeah, why it's easier to make music in your room. It's also more fun, more comfortable to be more Definitely. experimental. So it's Definitely. kind of hard to build up to people around you. Yeah, dude. Like I cannot imagine myself in like a studio full of people that I have never <laughs> met. Yeah. I, like, and then being asked to rap. Yeah, I mean, I would, house. I would, but like, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then you mentioned uh, your family. And one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. in the album, probably is my favorite song, is Love is Easy. First off, mm-hmm. your storytelling, it's just, I just really like the way you write. And that's at the end of the day, that's how I fall for someone, just the way they phrase things. So you said, yeah. uh, and, my, and she PO'd too. And like, the, I don't know what you say, shit, it was really good. Yeah. But um, what you, is that? Man. What is that like having two kids, two kids or three kids? You're third uh, on the way. I have two and a third on the way. Third, like, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you. What is that like? And then also on the funnier side, what is it like writing some of those lines you got there with like the vasectomy line and mm-hmm. just very mm-hmm. self, self-aware about your, uh, yeah, yeah. Your um, dude. Yeah. Um, it, it's amazing having kids on Honestly. Um, before I had kids and stuff, I was real bad into, uh, you know, into like certain drugs and stuff and like having my kids, it kind of, um, deterred me. Like having my first kid, I was 15. Um, obviously I wasn't ready, didn't know what to do. Um, and you know, just freaking out. Um, but once he got here it all, like all that went away. Um, it like immediately changed me. So yeah, it's, you know, having one and then, you know, me and my girl, we buy our house and then we have another, and then now we're having another, um, I know people see parenthood as like some people, I know not everybody, but some people see it as like an inconvenience or dumb 
or, uh, you know, why are you so young, mm-hmm. you know, having kids? Obviously, yeah, it's like not the smartest thing, but I mean, me and my girl are like two of the most driven people that, you know, I know in general. So it all works out. Um, we live a beautiful life, dude. Like we do so much cool shit all the time. Um, I don't know, man. Having kids is great. I love it. Uh, personally, I just love it. Um, I get my free time when I need it. Um, so does she. And we just, we have a really, really, really healthy dynamic for being young parents. Um, and your son's rapping. Yeah, and he yeah, likes to rap off. and passing off the baton. I, I got that Ooh, bond. Yeah, I was yeah dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you caught that, dude. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, with the lines, dude, uh, I just love to write, man. I love to write. And I, obviously, my biggest influence is Wayne. Yeah. And uh, and he says some wild shit, like some yeah. really outlandish. I mean, I texted you that newest song. He said something about like eating a girl off her period. And when he said that, yeah. I'm like, I think Andrew said that literal. Yeah. I think he said something very similar. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Goats think alike. Goats think alike. What I was saying to Sam is like your voice. I'm not sure it's the voice or presentation. Like I couldn't say that. Maybe I could, but I don't. I don't. That's not, maybe it's not the way I write. Right. I love it when right. you when you talk, dude. Like that. Yeah, like uh, man, I love like even Money Shower, man. You know, I said some wild mm-hmm. shit. You know, go to Oklahoma. Yeah, sure. Beep, yeah. beep yeah. a white yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, dude. I just love. Uh, I just love writing shit that's like a, has shock factor. Um, mm-hmm. I it's like, like your it's your own comedy in it, which I think yeah, is really right. It's a skill set to have that people don't know about is right. wanting to write just like braggadocious rap, but to actually yeah. bring in like the movies you like and the pop culture mm-hmm. you like and bring it into something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can I can tell what this guy's humor yeah. is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Like dude, that's what I'm saying. Like the pop culture stuff. Like I love throwing all like names out. I love name dropping, like book dropping, movie dropping, show Johnny dropping. Depp. Like everything bro i just i just love to write dude and uh you know obviously take given my inspirations i mean kind of uh <laughs> i just throw those weird weird yeah. shock factor bars in mm-hmm. sometimes yeah who else do we got besides wayne like who are your top kendrick just wayne and kendrick yeah. um mm-hmm. obviously there will be like songs here and there that i hear from like other artists and i'm like oh man like i'm really inspired to make something like Freestyle 29 by J.I.D. Um, That's crazy. That, that song, yes. I had that on repeat for the longest time, and uh, I remixed it. And that's when I made Blind. Um, mm. I remixed Freestyle 29 and then made Blind, like, back-to-back. Back. Really? That's sick. And, uh, so, yeah, that was, like, one time a different rapper, like, Outbranch rapper inspired me. But, like, my core inspirations are Wayne and Kendrick, um, just two most talented artists ever to me. And uh, yeah, I've just taken a lot. I've learned a lot from them. Those are the guys I envy. Like, oh man, they're just yeah, so good, so like, good. Ly- like lyrically wise, I definitely see the Wayne inspiration, and then vocal inflection wise, definitely the Kendrick. But what else do you? Yeah. Think what else do you get from Kendrick, or that you, you try maybe emulate and put into your own stuff? Um, definitely right like, now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like some other stuff I've picked up. Uh, from Kendrick, um, I will say a lot of the things I implement in my mixes um, are derived from Kendrick stuff that I hear. And I'll like hear something, I'll be like, oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'll learn how to do it. Like on, on Damned If I Do, there's a lot of different songs where I, uh, 
do a lot of different weird mixing stuff that I learned because of listening to Kendrick. Um, and then just the crazy flow pockets, um, being able to jump from one flow to another, like flawlessly type deal. Also, I picked up that. from Kendrick. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much, man. Um, I, was, I was texting you. Some of these beats where the drums are just so obscure. Do you write to something else first? Do you write to nothing? Do you write to that beat? Like, I don't know how you would do it. Oh, <laughs> like, what's your process? Uh, let's see here. My writing process, man. So I know you asked, uh, if I write to the beat, like with those weird, weird ass drum beats, uh, like Brenda's song, um, the answer would be, uh, not usually. I usually write it to something completely different. That makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many songs I have written to different beats and end up using a completely different beat. Mm -hmm. Like I countless, literally like. I'll make a song to one of Sticks beats and then he'll, I'll send him, he'll be like, yo, send me the vocals, uh, you know, just send me the vocals separate. And then he'll just take my vocals, make a completely new beat just because. Shout out to Sticks. Yeah. Shout out to Sticks. Next, That's time, my we'll, dude, next time we'll man. get him on. Next time we'll get him double on. Interview. That's my brother, man. I'll be with him in two weeks. Uh, I'm going to see uh, JID and Smino in two weeks with him in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, I think I'm seeing him in like three weeks in Cincinnati. It's, it's like literally my oh really it's my dream show. Like there's my those are my two most listened to yeah. artists from this mm-hmm. year. I'm so excited. Yeah, first time meeting yep. him. In person? Uh, no, this is our second time actually. Okay. Uh, we met we met uh, in Milwaukee. I'd say like six or seven months ago to see to see Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, we met up there, got a hotel, yeah, and just. Pretty much went out and partied all night. We didn't That's really make show. music yeah. together. We mm-hmm. just kind of just celebrated seeing each other. Yeah, so yeah, let's uh, two weeks. I'm excited. Shout out to Sticks, man. He did an incredible job on this project. And just to end it again, to just more aim towards the project. Um, again, with how this project. I mean, of course, you always sprinkled in your life within your previous albums. Like like this album and even the cover art. That's your kids drawn, correct? Um, the cover is actually made by vibes on, uh, vibes on glass on Twitter. Um, look him up. That's his at Mm is vibes on glass. Dude, Mm -hmm. dude gets no love. Okay. So if you're seeing this, please (laughs) go, (laughs) please go to his page, follow him, you know, like his stuff, dude. He's Mm -hmm. incredibly talented. Um, yeah, he made this. He also made one of my covers back then on my uh, tape Blemish, but yeah. yeah, it's whatever. But uh, yeah, dude, super talented, super talented guy. Yeah, shout to him, my B.O. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just how your nah, kids, you yeah, even your kids were incorporated into this project. Mm-hmm. And just that vulnerable nature of exposing yourself and talking about that, even on the, the second to last track and a little bit into quotes. Um, was yeah. it, How hard was it to make this album? And also, do you think this is your best project to date? Uh, no, this album was super, super easy to make. Uh, it was so much fun, so much fun. Um, more fun than anything, honestly, it was smooth. Um, every song was just like boom, bada bing, like done. Um, the, I'd say the hardest part of the album mm-hmm. was getting all the mixes right mm-hmm. and coherent. Like on most of the songs, we got up to, I think, like mix eight or nine mm-hmm. on most of them. Um, that was 
our biggest our biggest uh, thing that got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, man, it was super easy. And yes, by far my best project, like by far. It sounds like the most um, fun you had making a project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful time, super easy um, and fun. It took us about four months to make in, in total. Yeah, and let me tell you this, man. I don't, I don't gas up people for real. If I don't like your your music, I'll tell you. Yeah, Sam's but a hater, right? I am a hater. If you know me, I'm a professional <laughs> hater. That's my career path. When I hear this, yep. man, it makes me so happy. I remember I was in the car. I was bumming this in the car last week, and like it brought tears in my eyes, man. Because I hear this, and I'm like, you are doing exactly what Kendrick is doing, what GID is doing. It's just like you haven't been found yet, and it's just a matter mm-hmm. of time. Even the mix, like, I was hearing the mix. I'm like, man, this is so professional. This sounds like a man who knows exactly what he's doing, where he's going, and what he's aiming at. And Drew, this album is literally incredible. Everyone needs to tune into this. Damn yeah. if I do. My guy. Bro, I went home and I made a song. I needed the rap. I, t- I was telling you, I, every beat, I'm like, can this ride out the drums for like 10 seconds? Just so I can like <laughs> freestyle something in my walk home. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah, There's dude. so many skill sets that the average rap, which makes sense, but like people don't appreciate the average rap fan such as being able mm-hmm. to change vocal inflections that fast where it's not separate takes. It's you changing your voice and coming back and like doing right, that shit. Right. And right. it's just, just such an underrated ability. So when I hear someone who's so flawlessly good at it and then combine that with writing style and humor involved and storytelling, man, you're fucking, you're nice. Mm-hmm. You're fucking nice. Thank you. Thank you guys, man. I really appreciate it, dude. You have no clue, man. I just love doing it. I'm just, it's me, just regular old Andrew Kelly, man. I just love uh, love making rap music. That's just what I do. I just love to rap. And uh, yeah, dude, it's hopefully everybody that listens to this uh, goes and listens to this album because me and my, uh, my brother Styx worked very hard on this. I know I said it's easy, but obviously, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I say it's easy is because working with somebody that uh makes it easy for me um that's how i feel about sam and we just yep just bounce off each other and just make things happen dude it's nice to have that counterpart you know that that brother in this shit so yeah dude it's uh i hope you i hope anybody that watches this goes and listens and uh appreciates what we did i mean even if you don't like the music hopefully you can see that uh we put we put a lot into it yeah um Clearly, yeah. clearly. And before we close, is there Thank any you. way that the audience can support you? Um, whatever you want to give out, the floor is yours. Um, yeah, you you all can hit me up, Andrew Kelly seven four seven on literally everything. Um, Follow this man's Twitter. He says some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want some good good uh, good tweets, good comedy, <laughs> um, yeah, just just come hit me up on Twitter. Um, yeah, Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter everything you find me andrew kelly 747 um if you're looking on platforms uh to listen to my music andrew kelly um uh i i have a little discrepancy with apple music right now changing my name back to andrew kelly on apple Mm -hmm. uh so it's still drew kelly on there um it was just come on i know man i i've been trying to get it fixed for a few months now but yeah, we're going to get that fixed. But yeah, Andrew Kelly on everything. Even if you type Andrew Kelly in on Apple, it'll still pull up me, Drew Kelly. Um, so yeah, just go listen to whatever, man. I got I got tastes of everything. Uh, whatever hip-hop you listen to, whatever subgenre you like, I got it. So just 
come him unless it's like dance i don't really make <laughs> dance music uh Jesus, but like if you want no drake yeah yeah whatever whatever <laughs> whatever you want man i got it so you just uh just come tap in yeah and, you know we rap over here that's what yeah, we do you heard so. the guy guys make sure you run that damned if i do out now everywhere on all streaming platforms thank you guys for tuning in andrew appreciate you so much for coming through already guys the south central podcast you know what's up and we are out peace